Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Range of Tens podcast with Daryl Smith Jr. Shay Love. Ray Parker. Yeah, clearly he's in his phone more than he's in you know this moment. You literally just said I'm done. He literally just, just said I'm done. Phone boning for at least the past 15 minutes. Said he was phone done. <laughs> but here we go. We start the show and he's still going. So, Kesara Sarah. How y'all doing? Amazing. Amazing, amazing. Real off a good weekend. How about y'all? Same I'm good. I feel like I pulled a shade this week and I spent 10 hours with uh, my mother and my grandmother and my sister and that whole crew, my maternal family. Why like is I'm that a shade? Because you're like the family one of the group. Not that Ray's not family. Not that no. I'm not family, but like. Yeah, you're always. You all, exactly, exactly. I am. I am. Ten hours didn't feel bad. It was great, actually. Yeah. But it was, it was probably enough. the first. No, no, it was just probably the first time I've ever consciously stayed that long. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'll be out. Well, yeah, it's totally a shade thing then. I'm definitely always with my family. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Though. They're fun. Hold on, we got a guest. No, my family was definitely fun. Can we introduce our Yeah, and that's why guest. this is why I will not be staying. Because I am I'm always on daddy duty, but I'm on solo daddy duty today, so that is without support. So I'm just gonna be rocking out with my boy, my namesake, Young Titan. Say hi. You're like, yeah, alright. <laughs> you say hola. I ain't trying to hear. Try is learning before. Spanish. He's making me relearn Spanish. Dice hola. No. No. You ain't got no words. It's dead air, bro. You he need talks. to do something. Watch. He's going to be on the microphone mm-hmm. real soon. Grab another instant. He talks. So, yeah, I'm going to be doing the solo daddy, tending to my son and all of his needs as a good quality father should. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah. Absolutely. Wow. So we are not a rarity. <laughs> so so the main media thinks we are. You know what I'm saying. The media will have us believe that we are a rarity, yet the more current research is saying black fathers are the most active fathers of all the demographics. I think that's because we're trying to prove that we ain't <laughs> it might that might be true. That we ain't the absent fathers that they all peg us to be. No. Right, sir? These ain't like cigarettes, huh? I was gonna say, probably not. Uh, say something. It ain't that deep, if not. You just wanna touch it. That's what you trying to grab the microphone? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so what's up, what's up, what's up, what's new? What y'all got going on? Um, nothing new, really. I had my graduation party this weekend. Lit. The Sorry, I missed it. Was. I wanted to come. Super lit. It was my really sister's birthday. That same day. That's what the that's the ten hours. That's not your graduation party. Totally fine. Totally fine, guys. Didn't yeah. even realize you weren't there. I absolutely did, and I thought to myself, <laughs> I'm going to say something to these niggas when I see them. But so, which one is the truth? Huh? We which just lied twice. Some something is a lie. What? Or did I lie twice? One has to be a lie, or both is a lie. Mm, we shall see with my energy. Both are a lie, girl. Your energy is not indicative of mood. So us. why do we it's have graduation parties at this point? So listen, that's so funny because one of my friends is like, maybe y'all should talk about celebrations. Like when is when it's cool to do it, when it's not. We should always celebrate, but celebrate. a party. When we label something a party. Yeah. So if my mom so. and dad did this. They wanted to. Um, 
I wasn't going to protest. <laughs> they felt like it was a, an accomplishment. They were proud of you. They wanted to celebrate you. Wanted to celebrate me, so yeah. we proud of you I was too. Sure. I'm we proud definitely of you. proud of you. I'm gonna throw a just a, a, a slight sheen of shade. Just a sheen of shade. A sheen of shade. I feel shade. like I know what you're gonna say. Shade. Go ahead. You might. Ray, this is a me and you thing. You have your masters, yes? Yes. I have my masters. Yes. Once you get a masters and you've especially you know, you had it for a number of years, do you really is it exciting? Do you care when somebody already shakes his head? When somebody else gets a masters, it's like, no. oh, I've been there done that. I mean, it's not even that. No shade. No Just sheen of shade. <laughs> but no shade. That? Definitely do it, girl. Black that? magic, Listen, all that. Let me say definitely got dark. So so this is this is my take on it. It's been ten years, right? So it's just like now that I've had it for this long, my life still feels the same as it would be without it. But I don't know, like, in what realm to exist without it. Meaning, like, I don't know what the difference is because right. I had it since I've been out of college. Exactly. Yeah. But at the same time, you worked for it, you earned it. Definitely should celebrate it. And that's just definitely. yeah. I'm definitely on board with that. So a definitely celebration clap, is, clap, bravo. I'm, I'm we happy. are proud of you. We're happy you for it. you. You earned it. You did it. Black girl magic. I'm just was just saying. Black excellence. You'll see that. You'll see it. Five years from now, when your friend or someone you know is getting it, you're like, yeah, go for you. But you're like, right, do I need to go to a party? Like, no. Um, oh. You were supposed to come because I invited you. Yeah, no, it, it don't matter. I'll come because we celebrate birthdays. I'll come birthdays. to party with you. You have a birthday every year. We celebrate birthdays. I don't need a reason to party. But. I was going to come. If a party is The reason necessary. was the invite. Yeah, well, like I said, my little sister's birthday was March 16th, so I was We both had excuses. <laughs> I had a family dinner. My girl's birthday is tomorrow, but we celebrated Saturday and yesterday. So Day party. What, yesterday? Yeah. Oh, no, yesterday actually turned into a day party. Okay. The, the, the intention was to go bowling. Right. And I found out that the bowling alley on that they just opened in Northern Liberties has recently now closed. Which one? Oh, yeah. So we were salty. Crazy. That's where I was supposed to go with the guy that I ended up dropping mm -hmm. off because of the late, him getting there late. And that's, that was one of his eggs. Like, it's closed. I was like, fam, you suggested the place. I wasn't supposed to do the fucking research. Did you like, tell me it was closed prior to this thing? But I thought you were saying it was no. closed at that, like, hour. That's what I thought. Well, he said the bowling part was closed. The bar in yeah, there was open. So I guess it probably closed in progressions, I'm assuming. Oh, I don't know. But that shit was closed. And I planned the whole day. I text, like, 20 people. Like, this is where we're going to be at. Ray's bullshit. No. Here's what Ray did. It was, I'm now I'm throwing out arbitrary times because I don't remember the exact time. It's like 3 o'clock. At 4 o'clock, we're going to go to Revolution uh, yeah, celebrate the ball. That's I'm like, yo, what the fuck? I'm petty and have receipts. And then at the time, Listen. oh, I got it too, boy. Yeah, at the so time, read it. Go back and read it real then quick. Then he's like, oh, well, uh, it's closed. So, uh, yeah, no. What's this? Look, look. What did it say? What time was it? Yesterday at what time? All right, I'm lying. It was 10.52 a.m. And I said good morning in the text. Yeah, so yeah, obviously yeah. it was that morning. At 3 p.m. But no, no, no. At 3 p.m. No, no, no. Right, but at 3 p. 3 I was yeah, there. Now he's saying it's closed. Well, shouldn't you have gotten there a little bit early? If Nate, you're right, I was there at 2.45. And the shit was closed. I was like, oh, shit. Like, We're we got figured out. It don't uh, matter, it was, though. Okay, what's Because if you look at Ray's... Rays or one of y'all is Rays or Reese's Instagram. Ray is a trash bowler. Trash. <laughs> I'm terrible. Like, Let me go through the progression sad, of the day though, because it definitely progressed. So we started out. We went right, to Revolutions. Yeah, 
Revolutions was closed. Then we called an audible and golf and social was right around the corner mm-hmm. um, across from the sugar house. So we go to golf and social mayhem. Golf and social was definitely hitting the lid, but it's North not Liberties our. Liberties was there. Is I mean, uh, North Pole was there too, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah North Pole was mm-hmm. not far from there, but I ain't really want to go to North Pole. Yeah. We, we ended up going. So we went to golf and social, had a couple drinks there. It was actually turned out to be my old head birthday. So we sat around, shot the shit there. Um, then we went to the South Bowl. And South Bowl was fun as shit, actually. I like South Bowl. Yeah, South- I mean, it's really not much different than North Bowl. I think North Bowl is the way that it is and has the air that it does because of where it is. It's mm-hmm. in Northern Liberty. South Bowl is, I mean, they serve the same food. Like, everything is really inexpensive. But Northern Liberties is also that way. But, again, yeah. it's because of the space that it's in, like, the location of it. With North Bowl is more expensive than South Bowl? No, South they're Bowl, actually the same. Rel- relatively, yeah. South Bowl was actually cheaper than Revolutions would have been had I yeah, went there. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it was perfect. Expensive. It worked out perfect for me. Um, and then from South Bowl, we ended up meeting my cousin at this spot called Mirage on South Street, like second and south, right where that old little Irish bar used to be right next door to it. It's like a little lounge that he just opened. Mm-hmm. I guess he just opened. They called Mirage. Mirage was fun. So many Went in there, did hookah and shit like that. Open and close on South Street is crazy. I know everything is closed. I think the, I think, the competition has finally arrived for South Street. Like mm-hmm. South Street was a hub; everybody went there. But right. now the Northern Liberties vibe has popped up. I Fishtown love starting Northern to be a vibe. Liberties yeah, vibe. Yeah, me too. Though. Um, it's so good. Yeah, so people are starting to down. Center City is starting to pop up with new spots all the time. Right. So it's just like never love Center City. Yeah, just it's just like be it's too played too up. Too much hustle and bustle. Yeah, it's just too played up. Yeah, like it, it, it. it so and and then. Not just, yeah, well, Northern Liberties, but, you know, that whole sugar house coming along to the mm-hmm. city. Like, it's starting to be more attractions in the city. Yeah. South Street yeah. was, like, a staple for as long as we go shopping down there. Mm-hmm. We got shopping. And then when you're, when you're kids, South Street is, like, the place. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you Northern Liberties children, not children, but younger people, they can't necessarily appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Like, a high schooler can't appreciate Northern Liberties the way I appreciate Northern they Liberties. They would hate it. Yeah, they'd be like, what? They it's, can't get it's nothing. dumb. Like, what but is they gonna stupid? Do. Right, they ah. ain't going to get nothing. Yeah, they wouldn't. So yeah, they wouldn't get it. They all they can do up there is eat at right. best if they can get into the or bar. Go to, to eat. the little little stores, but then that's like during the day because at yeah. night you what, what are you gonna spot. do? Yeah. yeah. So South Street not for us anyway. So we too right. For it. That's probably what it is. No, but a lot of places have clothes down there except the food, the major food places, mm-hmm. and a couple jewelry stores. That's old. Other than that, I can't. I don't see no reason to be on South Street as a grown man. <laughs> right. like, I might hit Fat Tuesdays on a random day, but I don't mm-hmm. even drink it. It was this bar actually across the street from Fat Tuesdays that me and Talia loved. Remember we went there. To. Yeah, we went there. Did we go to Fat Tuesdays? We went to Fat Tuesday here? first and went there. We was all drunk that night. Drunk. Me, and their, you. their drinks. It was. It had to have been a Friday or Saturday night. It was me, you, Talia, Daryl. I, think. I don't know. It was a few was it of our us. little mini reunion joint that we had. Remember, what? we had a mini reunion before our actual reunion. It was like a five. It might have been, and I think we just reunion. kept going because we went to Fat Tuesdays. Yes, you're right. And then we a ended up down University City. Yep, that's exactly what happened. It was me. I forgot who all came. Did Delvon come out? I don't know. Was, I feel like Simone was there. Yeah, Simone, Ashley came. Yeah, yeah. Um, fuck. We had like a mini ass little makeshift reunion one day. It was. It was. Did we Colin had a good time. Or like Karan? Karan probably did. I feel like Colin did too, though. I think anyway, Colin came out. Yeah. it was a good time. We did. Definitely. We had a good time. But that bar used to be the spot because on Friday nights, they always had like a special, like a nightly special or whatever. It wasn't just a happy hour vibe. Mm-hmm. But on Fridays, they had bombs uh, for $5. So me and Talia used to go there and get 
trashed. Why did that turn into the place? I don't know. But I think it was because it was never too popping. Like, mm-hmm. it was a place where, like, we fuck with the bartender. We having conversations when we coming in. Like, hey, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, that was the vibe it was. And it, I, I love a little You know, that's the first place. signs of being an alcoholic, right? Yeah, when for you, sure. When you on the bartender on the first name basis. For sure, for sure. His <laughs> name was Spike, yep. And he had something. Something was wrong with his neck. Like, he must have got sliced in his neck or something. Because he was, like, oh, really, he, yeah. But it was lit for that reason. And then the bartender changed. We were like, this place is trash. I'm never coming here again. It's a wrap. It really was. And then they stopped having the the nightly drink special. It was like. Yeah, they new owners. That's usually when it happens. New owner trying to make as much money as possible. Kill the whole vibe. They forget that, you know, your 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 true customer are the ones that's gonna return week to week to Mm -hmm. week. You wanna create the same experience for those people is important because those are the people that keep you afloat. Everybody else is just a bonus. It really is. Maybe messing up with that, man. Trying to change it up. I hate my little spot style. Like, drinkers on, what was that, 39th? Yep, Chestnut. That was the spot. That was my spot, too. Like, always. Whenever I used to come home from school, excuse me, we used to go there and get trash. Because that reminded me of my bar up at school. Mm -hmm. Cheap-ass liquor. Yep. This is when I still drank cheap liquor. $3 shots. Yep. Fucking four dollar rum and coke all night. Their nigga. bottles were five dollars. I remember nigga. this one time, me and Selena, it was popping this night too. And we just went there on the whim because we would go there so often. We would go there like on a regular night where nobody like was there, but it was just like a chill vibe, and the drinks were cheap, and it wasn't like super bottom shelf liquor. You know right. what I mean? So we went there. It was popping. We saw Anton. Um, and I think, yo, he just kept buying his drink. So we were already trashed. I really feel like we came from South Street, came down there because we wanted to be close to the home. So we were already trashed. He was buying his drink. So I was dealing with this guy at the time. So the next day, me and the guy I was dealing with had somewhere to go. It was like a cookout or something. And this girl just happened to be at Drinkers that night. And she was like, oh, yeah, I remember you because of the blonde hair and the little swoop. She was like, I remember you. You, that guy came in and got you trashed. I'm dealing with the guy that I'm near she with. She just threw you I said, right under the bus. John, yeah. and it's time. Like, what? <laughs> I was like, oh, You okay. wouldn't understand. Cool. That cool, cool, cool. It was the worst. Awkward. How <laughs> he take it What do you... <laughs> Was he tight? He like he wasn't. I, he probably was, but a part of the reason me and him didn't work is because he was not like the way that he handled his aggressions or his angers wasn't. It didn't make sense to me. It would be like mm-hmm. these little microaggressions, and mm-hmm. he wouldn't necessarily go at it head on. He would just say little things, and then when he went at it head on, because I didn't really want to deal with nobody seriously, I would just be like. Oh my God! Who's the girl here? You know, like stuff like that. But so it ended because of that. But I don't, I don't think he tackled it head on. He was just like, he was a little too "Oh, emotional. you were, you were out. <laughs> you knew I was out. Like I told you. Like that's why you was, you was bitching that I didn't come see you last night because I was out. Like what do you? Oh yeah. You knew I was out. That's not the question you want to ask. But you, you're not going to ask the question you want to ask. Is those days still alive? Waiting on people. Like, being like, yo, you coming to see me tonight? No, I got something to do tonight. you like, damn, my whole day was playing around you. Because <laughs> I, I ain't think, been out and single in a long time, so I just need um, to know. Yeah. I mean, but it really depends on a person. Like, it depends on how heavy you fuck with this person. You know what I mean? It's, it's still it's still a lot. When though. I was single, I was super single. I realized that a good portion of my teenage, like, my teenage and adult life has been spent in a relationship. So when I would be single, like in those spurts, mm-hmm. like I would be super duper single. Like 
playing the field like a motherfucker. And I just don't remember being single and liking chicks that much. Right. So whereas though I care whether or not they hit me up, but usually used to be like, oh, options. Like right. whatever. Next. Being a volume <laughs> being a Scrolling. volume shooter. Yeah. And now it's just like, damn, do people still do like like, do people still it, like people? It, is that no, the thing? Not, not even that. Just like, because if I can't put a stamp on it like it's mine, I really don't care. Right. Like, and I, that was just my mentality as a single person. Like, yo. I but I just be it. wondering, like, niggas be really putting these eggs in the bag. Like, bitch. Oh, you ain't call. Oh, it's lit. I'm out here then. <laughs> like, <laughs> yo, what's up? We out? We hitting the town? But uh, I don't know. No, I still, I think it's definitely a pocket for it. But it's a pocket for everything. Yeah, I, I, I can find it. Yeah, it's a pocket for it. Yeah, I don't, I do not miss being single though. It's a lot of work. <sighs> but yeah, this weekend was popping so up. Work. We had, yo, I drank literally from one thirty. No, yeah, from one thirty yesterday till 9 last night. And the only reason I stopped drinking is because I passed out. Like, other than that, we was about to continue to drink in the house. Really? But it was just like, I woke up at 3 o'clock in the same same mode as you, like 3 o'clock in the morning, but I didn't have to throw up. I had to come out the oven. And, but I was just like, yeah, fuck I that. To, yeah, I, so I, I didn't had to let it go. eat anything. Saturday, I, I literally ate nothing. I think the only thing I consumed outside of alcohol was a coffee in the morning because we had to set up the place or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I just had a coffee. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to eat. I'm going to eat. I'm going to eat because we cooked. It was, you know, it's a lot of food. We hadn't overload of food like we had an overload of everything though because we also had an overload of liquor i made sure of it so i'm like i'm gonna eat you know i'm gonna just everybody coming in i'm saying hi saying what's up Working i'm in the, the mix and then my aunt gives me a glass that she got like engraved for me so i'm like i'm drinking out of this all night i made myself a little drink in the cups that we had but then she gave me that. i was like oh lit and of course, I'm never going to let it be empty. Of course not. Nobody's going to let it pulled be the, empty. You pulled the ray from last week, huh? Oh, my God. So I'm just course, drinking, drinking, drinking. And I'm shit. so in the mix, like, saying what's up. Just, like, being in this energy because it was just fun. It was a fun time. Never ate anything. Like, all day I didn't have breakfast. I didn't have lunch. And I didn't eat there. I ate nothing. I drank no water. It was straight whiskey. <laughs> Yeah. And champagne, no, and then no, no. I don't know some Listen, shot that my cousin drink gave me. Champagne and liquor do not mix. I don't know how people do that shit. I can do it on a regular I, basis. Like if I ate, me. it wouldn't bother me Listen, at all. It don't matter if I eat a hoagie, a, a fucking hoagie right before that shit. If I take a shot of liquor and then drink champagne and then try to go back to liquor or continue to drink champagne, I will be sick for the rest really? of the day. Really? No, that's in, not me. And that's the only thing that gets me sick instantly. Like, mm. usually, yeah, I can make it through the night right. and then at the end of the night, he's like, oh, shit, shit hits you like a bulldozer. Fuck no. Champagne hits me, like, immediately. Really? And I know it's the champagne. I, I think, and I'm, I'm grateful that I don't have that situation because I love champagne, but I also love whiskey. Yeah. Like, I, I want them both all the time if I can have it. <clears throat> So it was, uh, but yeah, I definitely paid for that. Yeah, like, nah, I, I can paid for, And all my aunts are like, because everybody's rookie mistake. They like, call that a rookie mistake. It's a rookie mistake. You know that's not how we do things. And my aunt's like, did you take a towel? And I was like, I did, but I also didn't eat. So you know that that messed that's it up worse. worse. Like, yeah, that's even worse. It's like, oh, shit. You didn't drink any water. I was like, I done told you already. It was all What whiskey. happened? It whiskey was just, and champagne. That's <gasps> it. We were champagne. That was it. I wanted to make that joint too. Bad part was we was leaving dinner. It was already nine o'clock. Mm. I'm like, where that joint at? It's all the way up, goddamn Westchester Pike. I'd have been there at nine forty-five. I'm like, this ignorant time. Yeah, I'm not it was, but it was a good time. We it all was, had a good time. That sounded like it, man. It really Anybody was. from school come? 
Um, I mean, just Talia and Angel. Talia. Yeah, man, that was fun. And of course, Devon. Oh, yeah. I forgot. <laughs> Do you forgot he went to our school? Because he's so bad. He's so bad. He's a main <laughs> building bull. He, <laughs> he was perpetrating <laughs> the moat, dude. <laughs> he was perpetrating the moat. supposed to be a main building. No, that was by the grace of my mom. She was in at moat. Because I didn't like. Speaking of getting kids in the school, <laughs> what about these white ladies? Uh, I call her Sandra Bullock. But the Full House lady. What uh, fuck lady? is her name? Uncle Which Jesse's one? wife. Oh, oh, so yeah, I didn't, I didn't know what happened with that. I just so, been seeing memes, and I'm like, they cut the chat. They get their kids in the school because their kids didn't have the test scores. Oh, that was a part of. The, they were a part of that. Yeah, absolutely. Ooh. So that was the whole, the whole thing. That's why everybody was talking about Full House and Uncle Jesse White going yes, to jail. Yeah, I'm like, shit. what's up with this? Yeah. I didn't even, I didn't connect it to. She at played all. on Full House. I forgot who the other act. I forgot who the other actress was. Oh, burn. But, um, what the fuck is her what name? What is done in the dark? I, I know. But this Ugh. shit's been going on for years. Are we really acting like uh, famous people's or just pers- people in, like, politics, their kids are just that smart? Right. Like, you know, George Bush right. was a C student and gotten a, where you go, Harvard or some shit? Like, come like, on, we guys. we know these kids that's going to Ivy League school, some of them that come from, you know, wealthy families, some of them don't have the test scores. They might have just cut a check to the Alumni Association or right. to some big fund made a donation to the school and got the kid in the school. Precisely. I mean, I don't know women still taking the Forrest Gump mom's approach. You know what I mean? <laughs> but that, that might be a thing too. But sometimes you got to do what you got to do. You got to do what you got to do. You know do. what I'm saying? If, whether it be the old-fashioned way or the, or, the, or the millionaire's way. Right. I wasn't even offended by it. Everybody else was. I wasn't surprised or offended. I don't be surprised by nothing these days. That's probably what the issue is. But I think I, people take issue because it... It takes a spot from somebody that busts their ass to get the grades, to get the spot that they can't get because somebody paid for this lackluster, weak ass, just not up to par ass student what to their take standards that spot. Were, what they said their standards were. Right. Somebody that's equally qualified. Well, people, welcome to America. Welcome to America. <laughs> because this is the game. That's the game right there. It's like... Yeah, you could try to take the traditional route and be right. honest and be upfront. Of course, we all want to do it the honest way, but there are people backdooring in everything. In everything, it's people that find a way. Now, you can be mad at the people that know how to play the game, or or you know plays the game to their benefit, or you could be mad at the people that created the game to begin with. You don't with. hate the player, hate the game, hate the game. So I, I I'm just I look at it from that standpoint. Like they playing the game, and some people are really trying to earn it off of merit. Because mm-hmm. we want to feel like we deserve enough, you know, the positions we get in life. But then it's just like, uh, I'm glad you worked hard, bro. You could have just took this back door. Oh, you ain't had an opportunity too bad. Excuse me. Let me right. jump the line. And we're unapologetic about that, too. Because at the club, if you pay a little extra $50, you'll walk past everybody like, look, man, I, I got a table. And <laughs> all these peasants standing out here in the blizzard, and we'd right. be unapologetic about that shit. I think that's just like period. That's why we have a conversation about the people standing outside in a fucking blizzard to get into a club. I mean, that could be a whole conversation in the club. <laughs> a whole conversation. But sometimes, if you really want to go to that club, you're going to pay that extra $50. So your yeah. ass ain't the one standing out in that, cl- in that blizzard trying to wait to get in. I think the whole club seemed overrated to begin with, but just in general. I never liked it. It, it was never my thing. What the like the, the, the big scene. club scene? Yeah. yeah, it's just I thought it was dumb. Like the the 
charade that it turned mm-hmm. partying into. Like, right. it, it really made a mockery of what actually, like, your party was a good time. Mm-hmm. Genuinely, partly because your family was there, but secondly, because you could just had a free range to party. Right. You could go, you could work the room, you could mingle. You right. can, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you go. I, you know what's so crazy? I wanted Reach to come because I wanted her to see the spot because the price my parents paid for this spot and it was massive. They had a kitchen was so inexpensive and I wanted her to see it for mm-hmm. her situation. Like, Oh, yeah, we, we I'll tell her about it. it though. But she, well, we was going to take my because my um brother had a fight party that night too. Mm-hmm. So we was going to take the kids out, but Marley was coarse, grumpy when we left the joint. <laughs> so that threw the whole vibe off as mm-hmm. to us keeping moving. Because I'm like, well, what you want to get your kid, your mom to watch the kids? She like, well, no, my mom got something to do. I'm like, look, man, I'm going to see this fight one way right. or the other. You can stay in the house by yourself with the kids, <laughs> or. We could just take their little asses along. They really don't have a say-so in my book. Right. But she ain't like me. She's a little more sympathetic to mm-hmm. the kids. So. But, yeah, because I was trying to make your joint, but it was too late. But either way, it was still like, fuck, I wanted to go. I wanted mm-hmm. to do everything that night. Right. Don't you hate nights like that? You're just like, why is everything happening right now? I just wish I could divide myself. It was literally one of those days. Like, everything was just like, boom, boom, boom. But yeah, well, she she'll check it out though. Just give it a head or just give yeah, me yeah, that. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll put it on her. Because uh, it's a it's a and it's nice. It's a really nice looking spot. Yeah, I'll put it on her radar. Yeah. But yeah, like yeah, the whole club scene. I've been over that shit too. Like honestly, and because I went to golf and social um, yesterday, and yeah, like the whole popping bottles and mm-hmm. the spark. I don't mind buying a bottle. It'd be the sparklers. I'm like, yo, why do people want this much attention? <laughs> Like, what is going on? What is this? And people got their phones out for the Instagram and shit. And I'm just like, yo, what is going on? And if you ever see me in my element, like, in my day, in my element, though, like, I worked the shit out of a room. Like, remember how I was in high school? Like, Mm -hmm. I used to talk to everybody in the fucking room. Like, I would go from one side of the room to the next side of the room and just be working the room. That's me at a fucking club. Like, right. I will go in. I like to work the room. I got to see what's going on. Peep the scene. I, I don't. Mean, and that's why it's just not for me. Like, that's, that's not. I mean, I'm not saying that I won't do that in a different situation. But the club is just like, I don't it's hard. know. It's, 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 it's hard a, um, Like, I stick out like a sore thumb because I, I, I'm i pretty sure I exude the energy that's just like, oh, you think you're too good for the club? And that's not my sentiment at all. I just don't think that the club is my space. It's not my scene. It's not where I can exist to dance? my fullest potential itself. Yeah, I dance. And then, but I don't really necessarily want to dance with a guy to come up and do shit like this to me. Like, right. that's not the vibe for me, dog. Yeah. What the, f- why are you doing that? I'm an adult yeah. woman. Yeah. You're an adult man. Why yeah, are you no. behaving in that way? Yeah, no, that's, that's gorilla. That's college shit. It's weird. Like, <laughs> I love that's dancing. I truly enjoy dancing, but I really, I would... At this point, I want to dance with somebody to know how to move. Like, if yeah. you can't move with me, like, if we can't get into the same synchronicity, I don't really want to dance with you. I you will dance, dance by myself. You and dance then with people looking at me like, <laughs> oh, you don't, you're not trying to fucking dance with nobody? Not you. Yeah, not no. nobody. Not just day. not you. She ain't trying to get the dagger. You know, them, just, it's not a vibe. Them island niggas come in the joint. Right. I take them. them I right, you gonna wind niggas, and we gonna have a guy. Cause I'm not a twerker. Yeah, I'm niggas, a winder. Let's wind all yeah, them night. Them niggas keep the party going, man. I, I hate the cool shit in the party. You niggas standing to the side and shit. I'm a two stepper myself. I come in the joint, you know. I get my one two on, mm-hmm. and I just find I catch me a little vibe on that tip. Right. You know, it's something for everybody. I ain't really. I don't wind. I don't do the dagger dagger no more. 
get uh getting wallies and shit in the club. But I do like oh, to I come in. Oh, I give you a wallie. I'm gonna wind you yeah, up on that wall. I don't, I don't do that. No problem. More. But I definitely like to get my two step on. You know what I mean? Grab a hand. Keep it decent. Right. I, I just I think the energy is not here for it in this city. You can go out of town. Like I like DC. You can go out of town. And catch that type of vibe mm-hmm. where it's just like everybody chilling, everybody right. in the mix. But that's why I love like a, a R&B only or a yeah. grits and biscuits because everybody came for that. Right. Everybody came to let and they'll let you know on the mic if you ain't here on some cool shit, that's not the place for you because right. we came to get down. Like that's what it's about. Some people come to be seen. Some people are on the scene to be seen. Right. Some people are on the scene to socialize right. and actually go out. So it's just like. Going out in the city, out here, yeah, you're you're is uh, literally on the scene to be seen. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Not yeah. every club, but most. And then you just gotta find your spots, I guess. You, you can really go because you can go to a bar, like certain bars mm-hmm. where it's just like it's it's, a bar. it was one around the corner from Revolutions. Actually, this a lit ass bar. Where? Um, it's Which one? on. Is it on Delaware? It's on Delaware. No, I feel like it's on. It might be. No, I feel like it's on um, Front Street. I think so. It was on front. It's called Saints Little Bar. It's a dive. Dive, dog. But when I tell you the DJs always rocking, the drinks are cheap, the food is good, and the there. vibe Hold is on. amazing. No, no, no. This 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 joint I went to is off Gerard. Well, it's all it's on Front Street, but it's closer to Gerard. I feel like it might be it. It's on the corner. It's on the corner. Yeah. It gotta be. I I've feel like that's it. And in the back, it's like in the. It's DJ a little back, space and it's though, a little right? Stage, and it's but it's stage. everything. Oh, yeah, it's it's the bar's in the front. As soon as you walk yes. in, yep, yep, to your yep. left, and then you walk straight back. It's like mm-hmm. a little mini stage. Yep. And that's where the DJ. But and you is. can, as soon as you walk in the door, you can see everything because yeah. it's really a small place. It's small, but it's. Yeah. It's, the vibe is good. I've been there. I've been there. Yeah, it's, it's good. It's a, it's a nice. A it's a good spot. It's just people out there socializing. Exactly, but Nobody also you phones. gotta think about where you are. Like yeah, Northern Liberties. You're yeah, right. Northern. Everybody's just really trying to. Dog. They're searching for a good time. That's all I like to do. But yesterday I legitimately had a good time, and mm-hmm. that was just because me and Reach was just floating. Like right. when we find our zone, it don't really matter what's right. going around us. It's just like we in this bitch. We gonna make that's it. That's it. <laughs> you that's know what I'm really, saying? And that's, I think Sometimes. that's why me and Talia used to have a good time anywhere we yeah. went because it was we like we came to the spot in our pocket like right. <laughs> y'all can't do shit about this. this. Like we used to have a good time. That is exactly what type of vibe we like. We was in our vibe carry because because of course we was on a down because Re- revolutions was closed. I'm like fuck, like damn, all my plans out the door. Uh-huh. So I started texting them. Look, revolutions closed. We calling the audible. So when we called the audible and shit and we went around that corner, I'm just like, but listen. sometimes those little here. mishaps in the day turn into the best make night. the day. And that's like, what happened. Like, it, it works I'm a, out I'm a that terrible way. planner. I'll admit that shit out. Like, I don't ask me to I plan I don't shit. enjoy planning. I hate planning, too. It's not my vibe. I like to wing it. I like to be But in I'm the actually moment. a great planner, the crazy thing. I'm, I'm a terrible planner. I just, but I hate planning. I I'm, would just rather it all just, like, I'm very spontaneous. Happen. I'm very sporadic with my thoughts sometimes. So it's just like, yo, let's just try shit. And see what happens. Mm-hmm. Where the night takes it. And that's exactly but you my type of vibe. That type of energy, though, Somebody you really have to have people in your circle that can deal with it. Of course. Like, that's how me, me and so that's why me and Talia bang that's, that's the way how we me and bang. Because it's just like, huh, okay. Like, if me and Khalifa. This night, what are we going to do? Me and Khalifa used to go like 10 bars a night sometimes. You know why? Because we're walking. No, this joint ain't lit. Next. Mm-hmm. Oh no, this joint ain't it either. Next, go in there find a vibe. Oh, this joint dying down. Next, right? And it just be we can go from bar to bar without even having to have that structure. Some people they playing botch. They just like fuck. That's my day. 
I'm gonna just go in the house, call it quits. Nah, bro, I'm out here. Yeah, that's <laughs> I got the another. Thing. I got another chance. Yo, I think some of the best nights of my life were just on some half cock. They like, are. I'm just gonna like, do yo, this we just type out. shit. We that's just going it. out. That literally, I remember one night. It was actually me and my ex, and we um we just bought a TV together. We were like. Stupid. We're like, oh, we split a TV. Let's go celebrate. Let's go to the oh, bar. Oh, that was so but cute. But it was that's just what we did. So we actually wins. went to Micro Center. So it was all the way up. So it was nothing like nothing really lit happening from Micro Center. Not, even though it was like not too far from Villanova, but it's a bunch of say, dive bars. That's up Lancaster, right? Yep, yeah. bunch of dive bars. So we went into this one dive bar thinking they had food. They didn't have food. We like, oh, cool, whatever. We here, whatever. I'm in my work clothes. He in his work clothes because it was like a Wednesday or some shit like that. But it's near Villanova. Mm-hmm. So we go in the bar. The bartender, I don't know why, took a liking to us. Like, was really feeling us. So he giving us free drinks and, like, literally had a ball. And these college kids come in. And one of them, I don't know, I think he's, like, his degree was in teaching. And my ex at the time, he was working in the school under this coalition for, um... Uh, disadvantaged youth, black mm-hmm. young black men, and that's what his like specialty was, and that that's what he was studying. So they uh-huh. like busted it up, having a good conversation. He comes out of nowhere, like y'all wanna do some blow. We're like, Whoa. that's not the way we're trying to go tonight. <laughs> Pump break. But cool, you can do that. Yeah. Come on back, we can still have a good time. But that's not yeah. where we go. But you, it just turned into home. this. We like took shots of fire. We had all, it was just that's- a good. Night. This guy, the guy that came in, the college guy, he just buying his drinks. He's like, I like y'all. Y'all energy is great. It was a, it was probably one of the funnest nights I had on like a Wednesday night. I literally got home at nine thirty. Like, oh my god. We did a lot. This is a lot, you know. But it was so fun. <laughs> that was yesterday. Right. I got right. home last night. Like, fuck. Like, what did we just do? But right. you know, a song encapsulates that. You ever heard? Uh, you look. You like Miguel? Yeah. That song, and I can't wait. Uh-huh. As long as dog, that's it. Like you end up in a fucking dog bar, not knowing, you know what I'm saying, where the night gonna take you. But you meet the bartender, and, and it's just a good time. I even got in trouble last night, and still was a good time <laughs> because I ain't gonna lie, I be in there, I works the room still, but I don't like work the room like meeting chicks and bringing right. them back. But like I get eyes coming through, like oh I see you, like right. hey, you know what I'm saying. So I be yeah, you know what I was doing me, but I'm here with my girl. <laughs> You know, <laughs> meet my girl. This is my old lady. <laughs> we don't want to start no trouble tonight. You know what I'm saying? Bro, I catch, I always catch a vibe and shit. So I even caught a case last night. That shit still was like water off the back. Like, Fuck it. We in this month. Yo, I swear, those are the best nights. Like, it really was that night, the night I was staying earlier with me and Talia, and we saw a time there. She's, and she'll still call this the night of mm hmm. Because I was fucking trashed. And Talia lived not too far from drinkers. So I'm, I drive her home somehow, like miraculously. So I'm like, she's like, you're spending the night, right? I was like, mm-hmm. So we get it. I'm upstairs laying down. She like, you got to throw up? Mm-hmm. You need trash here? Mm-hmm. So it became the night of mm-hmm. She'll still call that to this day because mm-hmm. it was mm-hmm all night long. And then in the morning, I woke up and was like, you need to go to work. You need to take you to work. And that was just like it. And she was like, mm-hmm. It was just a night of mm-hmm. But it was that's one of the funnest nights ever. Fun, Always. And that's the nights I be searching for. Like, when it's like playing and we doing one thing, it just be like, yeah, I ain't really in the mood for that It shit. just it really don't you vibe. You know what I'm saying? But, like, but I don't find that vibe. Like, especially if, like you said, if I don't go out with the right people. Right. 
that can't really match my energy like that. Because like, some people are searching for a different kind of high, and then going out. Everybody vibe is different. Like I don't when I I find myself often like when I go out, I'm not looking to catch a man. Like that's just not. It's really it's literally almost always at the bottom of my radar. Mm-hmm. Like finding a man because I know where I'm going. I know what the move about to be. I know that whatever man I find here is for that night. And if that ends up happening, it ends up happening. But right. that's not why I'm going out. So if you go out with people that are looking for a man, it's on the hunt. Like, I'll go it's out stressful. like this. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, just because I'm like, all right, I just want to go out. We're going to have a drink. We're going to get something to eat. Like, regular. that's just what it is. And it is. So if you don't go out with the right people and y'all all have the same objective in mind because if i have one objective my energy is going to seek that mm-hmm. they have a different objective their energy is going to seek that and if there's more powerful than mine then i'm not going to get what i absolutely. want you know what i mean absolutely like, yeah. and that's that's what adds stress to it people that's trying to do something like you right. have an objective in mind that ain't my like i feel like my best nights are when I have no fucking right. objective. It's, it's just like, yo, just we out shit. Let's do But what I also learned that when I went away, like when I was in Philly, I had that Philly energy. I did not know. It was an energy, though. Mm-hmm. I had that Philly energy. I thought, like, being a nigga in a club that's just talking to every chick that's walking past. It's not, you know, you just socializing with people and shit like it's literally you just sitting there drinking and every chick that walk past you try your hand right and it's it's people like that and, and sometimes it worked but i realized when i used to do that shit i wouldn't get as many chicks you mm-hmm. know when i would get all the chicks when i was having a ball my damn self right and chicks wanted to be a part of that right shit because of a chick or a person period see another person having a good time and they're in that spirit right guess what they gonna do they gonna join into that shit. They, they like fuck in. that. And guess what? That's where the conversation part. Right. And that's where it's like, oh, you got your friends with you there with my friends right there. Let's I need to, do this. Let me take you to them. Come on, let's party the room together. And next thing you know, it's another party within exactly. a party. Like that be the best fucking really night. Do. And that shit used to happen so much to us, yo. It really does. That was that's how that whole like it, when we talk about like four or fives and shit uh-huh. like that. That's how that shit started. Always. It literally would be like, yo, we be in there, one of us and meet a chick. And next thing you know, she got a group of friends. It's like, oh, meet, bring your friends, meet my friends. We all friends now. We Come on, friends. it's lit. And we then that friends. shit be the party. But if I go out with, like, if I go out out here with people that always out here, just be like, mm-hmm. they ain't they vibe. So just be like, all right, I'll be back. Some of my funnest <laughs> nights came from. Um, I feel like you gave me a lot more than you gave yourself. Though. I didn't even realize. I think it's okay. Whatever, that's fine. Some of my funnest nights. So I'm like a artsy person. Like I do spoken word, all that shit. So I I'm in those circles. Some of my funnest nights have came from those circles because those they're just a different breed of energy entirely. Mm-hmm. So you'll just be at. I remember one night I went to this thing. It was called Love Max. It was like a. It started as and then just the way they do it, like mm-hmm. it's just different. So it started as a like. Um, just a conversation about relationships, past life contracts, like all these different types of things that you don't think about, but it opens your mind. And then it turned into a house party because mm. it was in this, um, it was called, it used to be called the tree house, I think, but it was like a co-op. So a lot of different people stayed there, but it turned into this house party that Excuse was me. so fucking lit, mm. like so lit, like. I just remember getting home like, oh, my God, how did that turn into that kind of thing? But so many nights, like, in that circle turn into that because mm-hmm. you'll be vibing. People will be so. You got people that 
they doing music or people doing poetry. So everybody would be a cipher at some point. A mm-hmm. cipher will bust out and you just in the mix and everybody's indulging in whatever they indulging in and everything is open to everybody. Absolutely. And it's just Same. a good time. Yeah. Those nights are the best. Yeah, I miss nights like that. And I don't even get in. And you don't get nights like that often. You don't. So that's so why it's more them. pleasurable because they come a little more, a little seldom now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that kind of describes <laughs> my, my day yesterday. It was just random as fuck, but fun than a motherfucker. I'm definitely uh, gonna float off of that for a minute because I told myself I'm not going out for a while <laughs> after this. You know what I'm saying? I need to have a fall back and you know focus on you know serious life stuff. So I was just like, all right, I'll take that time and just make the most of it. So right. I t- I turned that shit up, and now I'm just like, all right. I can just celebrate this shit for like the next two but it, three it, months. But that's really then, how it go though. Like you yeah. get this one night that's just so lit and you kind of just ride it. Ride like my party. So yesterday, is we had so much food left. So much liquor. Like I Damn. bought so much Y'all ran it liquor. Back. Ran it back. Wow. Like yeah. ran it back. That's some shit my mom We had been breakfast. We had like some more fish left over that didn't get cooked. I said, I'm going to fry some fish. You about to have some fish, some whole fries. You about to have a good time. You got to do the grits. You got to do the cheese Yo, grits. I don't know what the- happened with the grits. I made the grits and they did not. I did everything I was supposed to do and they did not pop. Like they were not. I had to throw the pot away. Was I was they were lumpy. I stirred it as I'm pouring it in. No. It just wasn't right. Listen, the ratio. Understand. If it's had little No, no. But also, I don't think I put it. I think I put too. I didn't realize how much grits I had. So it was too much. Uh, I'll put milk in it too. Like water and milk so it could be no, more creamy. use chicken, bro. I don't want to do that. I don't think I would enjoy the taste at all. You added cheese to them? No, I don't like cheese and grits. You know what? Do you, do you put sugar in your grits too? No. All right, I was about to say. But I put syrup on them. <laughs> that's why your shits was lumpy. No, no, no. Whatever. But <laughs> that's a, why I went to home fries. But I, I prefer. I'll do grits with shrimp. I like shrimp and grits, but I yeah. like fish you like the and red home sauce fries. or the cream sauce. The red. Is it red sauce? You never had the. You gotta. So you got. I did shrimp etouffee. That's uh, that's first, my favorite shrimp and grits. Go to French. It's, oh, no, so it's but it's really <laughs> it's actually it's, I was about to say it's simple, but it's not simple because I made it from scratch one time because I had it and it's so good. It's a um, Creole. It's a Creole recipe. I, I know. It's so good. So that I would prefer that, but I'll I'll take um, uh, shrimp etouffee. How you yeah. spell etouffee? E T O U F E E. It's not really hard though. Like if you look it up, the recipe like. I think the first time I did it though, I made it really hard because I made a I made the seafood broth from scratch as well as making mm. the etouffee from scratch. Why, why so it was shrimp, a lot. See, how do you make seafood broth from scratch? Um, shrimp shells. Yeah, do the the shells from the shrimp, but also, um, what did you, I need? I needed onions. Uh, no, 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 no. It was just the shrimp. Shrimp was shrimp the only yeah, okay, shrimp shells. shells, like onions, celery. Yeah, all that basic stuff. You just mm-hmm. cook it all together because yeah. you need that broth to go into the sauce. But the hardest part of it is making the um the base, the flour and and vegetable oil together mm-hmm. because that like is what the t- yeah a roux. You got to make the roux, but it determines the color of it. So mm-hmm. it's it was really hard, like watching it the entire time. Mm-hmm. And the prep time it said like the recipe I used said like twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. Dog, that sauce took like an hour and a half, but it was only because 
I made the seafood broth. Like you can use a vegetable broth. You don't have to. You can use whatever kind of or you broth can buy the you broth want. From the store. Yeah, you can buy it from the store. You don't yeah. have to make the broth. I just didn't. I don't think I realized the recipe required me to make the broth until I was already in a process. And I'm like, uh, why am I doing this thing? And yeah. I was like, oh, I'm making a broth. Shrimp okay. etouffee. It's so good. I'll try it one day. It's good. I think you really enjoy it. But yeah, you gotta work on your grits game. You put syrup on grits. I do. What is wrong with you? Like people do certain shit to me. Cause I've never <laughs> liked grits for a long time, and it's like the only way I eat it. But that's only like if I'm eating it just have without cream wheat. like I don't. Don't I, say you don't I like. Say cream it. I love cream wheat. Oh. Um, but I don't like oatmeal. Not my cup of tea. It's the consistency of it. The mm-hmm. texture of oatmeal bothers me. You don't like bananas, so I, I don't like sense. bananas. No, yeah. I'm saying it makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um. Yeah, the grits were wrong. Yeah. Obviously. They weren't right. That's what you get. Yeah, they weren't you, right. You put you put milk in it, but you put a splash of milk if you want them a little more creamy. But if you're making them creamy and you're not adding cheese to it, you don't really... Like, you might as well just use the chicken broth. I don't... Because that's the I think the thing. taste of the chicken broth is going to bother me. Like, the taste of the broth in the grits. I don't you, want that. You won't... It's not that represented, though. I feel like it will be. Grits are very basic as fuck. Yeah. I think any alteration to the grits themselves, you're going to taste it. So what the chicken broth does is remove you from having to add so much salt to it. Mm-hmm. Because that's your salt component. And then whatever you add to it. So I add a pinch of garlic, too. Okay. And that kind of takes away, like, the, the chicken the chicken broth, I use that primarily. Wait, I hate this recipe. I don't think I would like it at all. <laughs> you haven't had my cheddar grits. <laughs> I don't want them either. <laughs> <laughs> my shits are amazing. No, but, I had uh, cheese grits once that I really enjoyed. Listen, I know what to do. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think I would like it with shrimp. I would like it with fish, though. Fish and grits. Yeah, I love fish and grits. That's my shit. That's but all I, I like say. fish and home fries. Like that's my favorite yeah, vibe. Fish and fish and grits is my my shit. A little bit of cheese, eggs. You know what I mean? Cheese eggs. No. You don't eat eggs. I eat eggs. I don't eat cheese eggs. You don't eat cheese. Period. I don't. I'm very fickle about cheese. I'll, I'm just very fickle. I don't even want to go down the list of how fickle I am, but I'm yeah, just fickle yeah, about it. Because we were finding out a lot. Bananas, yeah. oatmeal, <laughs> cheese. I'm very fickle. Cheese grits. Listen, yeah. I ain't going to lie. People try to, you know, turn cheese into this most disgusting thing you could ever eat. Oh, That's not the case No, I'm just saying, like, if you ever hear a vegan uh-huh. talk about, yeah. oh, it's just pus secretions from the uh-huh. creek sharing. That shit is delicious. Cheese is actually really good. Like, I love I, it. But it's just, I'm just really thick. Like, I don't like cold cheese. Do you eat mayonnaise? Um, and salads. Like, in, like, no, seafood salads. No, do you salad. eat mayonnaise on your sandwich? Absolutely not. You true black. No. You're the, the traditional black that I never really got to fully be. <laughs> people be like, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you don't put mustard on my fucking sandwich. Like, <laughs> Mustard. What's <laughs> mustard on a sandwich? Oh my god! So listen. Pass the mayo, please. Uh-uh. <laughs> don't even do that. And please, I like mustard my shit better be greasy. spicy. I don't want no yellow ass mustard. No, thank you. Mm. But that's just my life, you know. That's just. Yeah. That's Fine, that's me. You, so. you lactose intolerant? No. All right, you ain't that traditional then. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I, I just, know. I'm not lactose intolerant. You just find out like. 
traditional black issue. Like, I'm lactose intolerant in certain ways. Every black person is lactose intolerant. But it's just be like, yo, certain shit, I just be like, I don't fit that mold. <laughs> <laughs> am, I, am I a little sophisticated here? What's going on? I put that mayo on sandwich. Like, I put like the mayo on the sandwich. All. If my sandwich don't have mayo, I'm violated. Like, I feel some type of... I'm not going to sit here and choke this shit down. Mm-hmm. Like, I need some fucking lubrication on this sandwich and let get this bread down. Mustard is not lubricant. It's not because it got vinegar. Yeah, that but, shit burns. Yeah, the acidity of the mustard bothers I me. And it takes it. away from the cold cut because the cold cut already have a tang to it. Mm-hmm. So the cream actually makes it smooth versus, and you got the cheese there too, but the I cheese blends. I don't have the blend, cheese. I don't you like don't put cheese, cheese on your sandwich? It's cold. Jesus. I told you I'm fickle about cheese. I don't want to get into this, okay? So you just like it melted. No, we we here now. Yeah, Let's I like it melted. But for a long time, I wouldn't eat like cheeseburgers and stuff like that or cheesesteaks because the the gooiness of the cheese bothered me. Like the, the it was weird. I will eat cold cheese so on like, like a salad. Like you ever get something with it? Like I don't know. Mm-mm. No, thank you. Pass on that. Hard pass. If I see if somebody has like a secret sauce. Or some shit like that. I'm like, does it have mayonnaise in it? Or does it have the components that make mayonnaise and make salad. it? Yeah, weird oh, thing. <laughs> so I, that's why I said eating salads. Like, I'm going to okay. fuck potato salad. I'm going to fuck a seafood salad up. Right. I'm going to fuck some macaroni and tuna up. But I'm not going to... If somebody makes macaroni and tuna, I will slap that shit. I know. Why? Why? Use salmon or something. Ugh, but why? just macaroni and tuna feels like a lazy dish. It is a lazy dish. But it's, it's like, it's I ain't feel like making shit... But I got some tuna yep. in there. I see some macaroni. Man, it's, oop, we got a dish. Yep. That's like, yep. I ain't feel like bringing nothing. Now, if you add some salmon to it, a little vegetable or something, or, or at least an herb, to let me <laughs> feel like you put some effort into that fucking no, salad. No, nigga, you get but this macaroni salad. But a tuna and macaroni salad. salad. You get this macaroni and Or the person that volunteers to bring it. I'm judging. It's I'm like, yo, not. what you bringing? I'm so, not. I got the pasta salad. Oh, I'll do potato salad. I'll do macaroni and tuna. Bitch, we it's, don't need nobody simple. to do macaroni and tuna. It's simple. Please. It is simple. You salmon instead, and I feel I, at least like you tried. Oh, I don't think I would like it. You can make you a chicken salad. I like um, chicken salad, though. But, yeah. Yeah, so I'll do that, but don't put it on my sandwich. Don't put it on my cold or hot sandwich, because I don't like the idea of it. Hold on. Can we pause for the calls real quick? Do you want a beer? Let's get a beer. I'll do my Shay song while you go get it. Yeah, sing a song. Pause for the cause. Uh, What was my song? Let's see, guys. This is the Shay Love Show. It's not the Love Shay Show. This is my favorite show because this is my show. It's the Shay Love Show. So that was shorter than I anticipated it being. Um, But I'm going to fill this space with sound coming from my mouth. Because I don't want it to be empty. But also, guys, just a note, editing these motherfuckers is difficult. For me, specifically, Ray edits the audio. I edit the video. The video's hard because you can see it. Ray can seamlessly edit the the audio because you can't see what's happening. So he can make a smooth transition without you realizing that something was taken out of it, right? I can't do that because you guys can see it. So I'm going to make it so I don't have to do that shit. And Ray is back. Quick, and quick I'm done. Up. My song did not last This is the all. Shade Love song. I heard you. Go ahead. I know, but it didn't last. Yeah. 
This is the Shay Love Show. It's not the Love Shay Show. This is my favorite show because this is my show. It's the Shay Love Show. It's not the Shay Love Show. It's the Race and Tangents Podcast, and we agonize over that name for quite some time, guys. Actually, that's we can get actually. So this is the dynamic that we don't really explore enough. So it was supposed to just be the Ray and Shay rants. Years ago, whatever it was, but it was supposed to be there. I made, I think I made like a join and everything because we knew we were going to offend so many people because we knew where we could go. This was years ago. Me and Ray used to hop. Literally, we and the thing is though, we wouldn't even like it. Wouldn't be a, it would just happen. Like it wasn't contrived. Happen. He would be ranting about something. I didn't see his tweets. I'm ranting about the same shit, and then and we then would we come, come together, together and be ranting and about the same shit. That's just what it was. So we were like, oh, let's do this. I don't know why it yeah. didn't happen because life, you know, we that's have the shit part. going on. Actually, yeah. we talked about it one day when I had a game night in my basement. I don't know if you remember this. That game night was crazy. It was a good time. I had a good time. I get this one. Dance floor. What's happening? Oh, it's little riddles in here? Yeah. Uh. Oh, I do get that one. You don't understand that one. I don't know that one. Healing. Healing. Love. Let me see. Head over hills. Head over, Head over hills. hills in love, yeah. Head over hills in love. Mm-hmm. That's what oh, you nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Head, yeah. Head over hills. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, head mm-hmm. over heels in love. Okay. Yeah. All right, cool. But anyway, yeah, so we were supposed to do that. Yep. But we're here. So Rant and Tangents is birth. But anyway, back to what we was talking about. Good times. Good times. Good times. Don't put no motherfucking tuna and macaroni salad on my table <laughs> if you come to my cookout. That's all I'm I wanted to get across. Like, no, but don't your mom make really good seafood salad? Because that's what I, that's my salad. thing. Yeah. That's what everybody requires me to bring. So yeah. I don't know what the fuck else I'm going to bring to you, fam. My I mom is a party some, animal. I might bring some, I don't know, handmade burgers, but you do that. So there's nothing I would bring to your cook. I'll bring well, liquor. I, yeah, I'm right. not going to bring no, food. I, I, if, I, if it's outside my family, I'm bringing a bottle. Yeah. Period. Yeah. But if it's like, yeah, within my family, I mean, everybody charges me. I'm on the grill nine times People out of ten. People require me to make macaroni and cheese at cookouts. <laughs> yeah, mac, mac and cheese. You need somebody to do that, though. My cousin is the desert. Like, my cousin, outside my mom, my cousin is the designated macaroni and cheese person. Me and my. For a cookout, though? Yes. My mom, I, like, didn't understand. My mom is the it. potato salad every time. Like, uh,. Reach, I, I I do the dips, but Reach do spinach dip. Mm-hmm. That's really good. But yeah, you gotta have your your, your roll. I can't. Yo, it's almost barbecue season. It's about to be lit. First off, yo, I was just talking to my cousin, and he like he got baby fever. He doesn't have a lady. He like I'm just about to get somebody pregnant. I said, listen. He got baby fever. Yeah, I How said, listen, fam, thirty two. I said, listen. I get it, <laughs> but it's about to be. Summertime, okay. As a mom, I'd be like, God damn it, I have a kid. Like, you don't want to do this, okay? Don't just chill out. You don't even have a lady dog. Just relax. Summertime changes everything. Of course. At one time, though, I did have baby fever to the point that I I felt like I'm not going to have a girl until I get somebody pregnant. 
Like the first girl I get pregnant, that's what I'm gonna make my girl. Yeah, that's how could, he was talking. I said, yeah. nigga, that's that's the stupidest shit I've ever heard. It, 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 you better it sounded not. logical though when I was saying. And it. that's how he was talking to me, like, ah, I hear you, but I'm like, there's no buts. I am telling you, I'm pretty sure Being your single. homies have told you, dog. No, don't this do is it. Not listen. The move. Honestly, though. No, don't do it, fam. If you if you ever listen to this podcast. <laughs> but honestly, though, the. The the hard part about having a kid is the time obligation that's required in their early years of life. Mm-hmm. But as they get older, it gets so much more easy. Yeah. And when you do get out the fucking house, it's that much more pleasurable. Or you're that much more upset if you get out the house or you get a chance and you don't do shit. Right. But when you get your chances to go out and it hits like it's lit, it's like, nigga. I had the time of my life. I can coast off this for quite some right. time. This parenting thing is a breeze. It's about to be a breeze. So right. you appreciate it more because now you just go out whenever. Like, there ain't nothing to do. But then you hitting all your homies up. They're like, y'all got the kids. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You're like, nigga, what that is, nigga? But then it's just be like, oh, like, I get it now. But then you fully understand. I get it now. You're, you're, but, that's where you are. Yeah, I'm wrapping it up, though. I'm putting my job. I ain't having no more kids. Like, if, I, if it ain't. If it didn't happen within the next year, I'm done. I'm on the game. I think I'm gonna get the schnip schnibbity. Seriously? Yeah, I think I'm gonna get the schnip schnibbity. That, that's because I got. I might have a higher shooting percentage than I think. So I don't want to slip one past the goalie or some shit. And you know, next thing I know, I'm 38 with a with an infant. And uh, just like, <laughs> not today. Nah. I ain't losing no sleep. Yo, I'm ready to pull that hair again. Yo, I just was looking at that joke. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. I'm no, ready to pull it? that hair again. Um, don't but, do it. But yeah, man, I, I just don't want to. I just don't want to deal with those sleepless nights. This shit is just that shit is for the birds. Kids are a wonderful thing, though. So. Yeah. All right, we just talked for what, like 40 minutes? I don't know. And didn't dog. touch one of our topics. Right. So it's been an hour, dog. Are you serious? We are an hour right. in. So much has happened, so we probably have to breeze through these Jones. We already talked about the weekend, so we did hit our first topic. We did. But um, do you want to talk about what happened in New Zealand? You want to start there? Yeah. That these are us synonymous. Into that yeah. There you go. Um, what happened? I actually don't know. You do. <laughs> All right. I just I breeze over it quickly. So Vanilla Ice strikes again. Now, uh, oh, you Vanilla Ice. <laughs> now it's happening in New Zealand. Title. <laughs> <laughs> vanilla Ice strikes again. But now it's happening in New Zealand. So there was a, a, a shooting at a, a mosque. Um, 50 people, I think 49, 50 people passed, uh, were killed. I think another 20 were injured. Um, just another... Another episode of these white niggas is just wilding out. And, oh, so they banned assault rifles already in New Zealand. That's not going to do anything. And um, the news, the, the main news, everybody been. That was quick. Huh? That was quick. Yeah, but I, these things happen. Or these things happening are just reminders that the threat that we pose or that they presented to us as the imminent threat is not the real threat. But the crazy, it's I mean, it's not even crazy. This is, it's a part of the game. I'm not hating the players, I'm going to hate the game. Well, in this case, you can hate the players because they definitely knew what the mm-hmm. game was and said, ah, I, they knew the evil in it, but they still subscribe. So you can hate 
the player here. Like, it's different levels of evil. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Paying for your kid to go to college, that's, uh, you know. Yeah, we can deal with that. Killing 50 people, that's a that's, different ball game. Yeah, that's. We, it's not permissible. It's levels. It's levels. But then, ugh, that's, that's a whole nother conversation. But they, this isn't new. This isn't this new uprising of Vanilla Isis. Vanilla Isis has been the threat since the beginning of this country. Since the beginning of this or, country. This or, country. Or just period. I'm, you know, I'm going to, not even just this country. It's just since, period. Like Since when you technology really, evolved and they got ships and steel. And when, yeah, right. Because when we say technology, we don't mean so, wires and internet. We mean basic yeah. shit. Guns, germs, and steel is a book that I'm going to go back and revisit and try to read again so I can really bring that information. But it's basically in summation. Um, describing how the imperialism has pretty much changed the world. I don't how it affected the world mm-hmm. um, and how it still plays out today. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, it's not. It's not. Or it's not anything new. Is it the same? Colonialism, imperialism. Is it? I don't know. But yeah. I feel like maybe not. But Miss <laughs> Merle, be mad. <laughs> oh no, sorry, Miss Merle. Um, but it's not new. It's not new in in. But it's still not going to be presented um, the way is. that it should, right? Absolutely. That's it's it's going to be the smoke and mirrors game <clears throat> that's been the smoke and mirrors game. Right. Um, because I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't know. White men are like the face of the universe, I guess. I don't, they don't want them to well, look bad or some weird well, shit. Well, yeah. So, so that's what Trump does, right? Or that's how the leaders kind of brush it off mm-hmm. as if. So the, 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 the radicalized whatever, supremacist, whatever they want mm-hmm. to call it, the radicalized white men <laughs> that have bought into the propaganda of, you know, whatever their mission is, you know, I feel like they're trying to start a race war. I feel like the the battle... You want to know why? They don't want to try to start a race war? Why? Because of the fear of the black man's genitalia. Like, I am a firm believer in this shit. I just feel like they just feel like, oh, the black man has you something I don't. You think it's a dick thing. It's a, it's a, everything is a dick measuring contest, dog. <laughs> it is. Like, they just, it's a, it's a fucking slash. And they just want it, like, it's just a no. dick measuring contest. That's so, all it is. So and you, the black man. <laughs> you, you like my I, proposal? I do. So the black man of all his infinite wisdom is like, my dick's still going to be big at the end of all this. I don't even need to fight you over, right? It's not even a discussion. It's not even a discussion. My dick's still going to be the size it is. I don't understand why you're so upset. The reputation's still going to carry. Right? The reputation's still going to carry. Because nobody wants us to beast fuck their women. Because they know, like, it's with the rhythm and the... It ain't just a dick size thing. It's a literal, just... (laughs) <laughs> vibe thing. It's an experience it in itself. It is a fear. And but I'm not. I'm not going fully. So that's the Shay's thought. <laughs> it could be a dick measuring contest. Um, I think the system that has been put in place actually the the supremacists are looking at it like it's at risk of being compromised and overthrown because the very system that's benefited them is now benefiting others, and they mm-hmm. don't. They want to maintain that. And well, I'm let me. Uh, talk specifically to Most New Zealand so because in New yeah and, and that's why you know it's just propaganda that people fed, fed into 
and you know whatever they use that because mm-hmm. on his rifles he wrote the names of other um, terrorists because that's what they are um, that carry Facts. out attacks Facts. throughout time over time. Facts. So this nigga wrote all these like so obviously he's been radicalized in a whole nother way. And to and I don't even know if this is a, a race thing because what he said was the he's bought into the idea that Muslims are the greatest threat to I guess white people because he live in New Zealand. I, I don't know what terrorist terroristic threats or watch they were under right. in New Zealand. But either way, it's a hate crime. So what I want to under get a better understanding of is what is the end goal here? Because it has to be a war that you want to start. It could be a dick measuring contest, but but the, I don't. The war uh, isn't the end because goal. if I think the greatest threat to white supremacy is not a war, not us fighting against them, but us uniting, right? Right. Like white supremacy can't survive in an integrated that, world. That in an equitable world is it's not supremacy no more. You're just white now. Right. 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 <laughs> but that's what's actually. That's the bigger picture, right? Uniting is the that is the biggest threat. So, so that's why separate. everything occurs the way that it occurs. Let's keep them separated. Let's you know put them against each other. Again. Minor shit, right. micro shit, light skin versus dark skin. It's still a fucking thing to right. this day. Like all these little things. The Chinese man that owns a, a corn a store on the corner of your block hates you. You hate him, but you still shop from him. He still puts his store in your neighborhood. These things. Now, I don't feel like we hate them though. I think we hate out of spite. Yeah, no, we hate out of spite. We, we hate out of just, spite. I think we that are the black most welcoming people, people. Literally was about to say. I think black people literally. But that is the fear, though. That right, the fact that we are just so. We're just warm naturally, like, like the sun makes us happy. And like we, the proverbial we, cookout is real. Like you, a, you can it's come, real. come to the cookout. You it's good. a real thing. But just don't be on your bullshit. Because like, if you're on your bullshit, you getting kicked out of the cookout. We're <laughs> always the reactionary people. We're not an aggressive. We're reactionary. But that's the fear, right? Because then us realizing our power when we are reactionary. That's why it's so quick with squashing that shit. Yeah, like because, let's blow up a city you know, block the, the full black, of innocent people. Because the Black Panther Party can't exist. I'd be damned. You know, the only organization that has existed, you know, preach, excuse me, excuse me, that ple- preach black enrichment is honestly FOI. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, that, and, and they're kind of written off as a radical sect. Right. Where they're just a religious group. But right. they're written off as if they're just some radicalized group of oh people. My God. And they've like, never done anything wrong. And they were actually talking about... Them niggas is gangster, though. Right, they're gangster, but they were talking about the FOI. My grandfather was a FOI nigga. Oh, actually, um, the Sam Cooke documentary. And they were yeah. talking about them, but That's they were talking about them like, we just went to them because of the enrichment that they were trying to feed my into the black was community. My grandfather nigga. He used to be around Muhammad Ali, all them niggas. And that was... But they, and, they went to them for that reason. But we're... Back to the fucking yeah. What I was, we're so we're such Zealand. a we all over the place. We're all over the place, but it but, but it's gonna it does that to you. But we're such a but you don't hear people carrying out hate. <clears throat> Excuse me, I gotta take all that shit back. I did, I do. I can't even talk about it on this podcast. <laughs> but it was against it. It was it's internal. Mm-hmm. 
You know what I mean? It's that internal strife that we can't get through. Right. It's like we do it to each other to where as though a, a supremacist won't really look at us like they got to launch an attack against right. us. What they'd rather do is go to a common space or a religious space where it's kind of like there is no real threat of retaliation. It's right. more of a, like the church is a sanctuary. The mosque is a sanctuary. But I think, I also think that Nobody's in the minds in a mosque of done. white people, there's always a threat of retaliation. From the moment that slavery ended and black people didn't do anything, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? We just said, give us our space, give us our fucking land, mm-hmm. let us be. And they said, no, you can't be like that because they have this idea that we have the same thought processes, we they have the do. same mind that they do. That's why they pushed religion on us the way they yep. did. I'm telling you, the sun is a powerful thing. Like, there's this theory you said the that. Sun? The sun. The, gotcha. um, there's a theory that white people came from um, a different part of the world that was void of the sun. So, like Seattle, right? Cavemen. Right. Not not even cavemen. It's just, it was gloomy. It was dark. The sun didn't come to them. Right. I'm trying to think, like Iceland? <laughs> like Alaska? No, no. It was before all that. Like, okay. before all of that. So before, before the tectonic like, plates broke yeah, up and we got all the that. continent before that, that today. right? This, someplace that was much further from the equator. Mm-hmm. So, but we... Black people have always had... We can walk in the sun. Our skin naturally embraces the sun because we're the first right. people we're, we are, we're the original we're people. the first and that is a fact I, we're not bullshitting you with no, no just because we happy even, we even, black yeah even white people understand that you the can ones look that it are, up that are aware this is you historic. can look it up that's just we're history. the first people like it's no we're not and we're, and we're beautiful we're beautiful. We're beautiful. But we can walk on the sun and literally I like I've literally had days where I'm in the house and I'm just like fuck the world. Fuck everything, <laughs> right? I step outside in the sun, like just seeing the sun, feeling the sun, just the brightness of it. It'll shift your energy a little bit, right? White people literally can't do that. Like they have a, like they can't be in the sun too long because they potentially could get skin cancer. Vampire. Like it's a fact, right? No shade, but that's just what it is, right? We can (laughs) right. No shade, but that's a fact. And the the absence of the sun in their lives so early on made this is just a theory, guys. Something I heard somewhere along the way of my journey to understand life. You've been watching Hidden Colors. (laughs) It wasn't Hidden Colors, though. It wasn't. That's not where I got it from. But yeah, I watch Hidden Colors. But um. Uh, so that vo- being absent of the sun, being void of the sun, created this energy that caused white people to go out into the world the way that they did and just kind of ransack everything and like just carry this absence of joy with them wherever they went and just try to fuck stuff up because it's like, oh, you're happy? Bizarre. I don't know what that's like. I want to take you down because I don't want you to be happy because I'm not happy. Or them going into villages. Till till this day. Going into villages. Prime example. Like the nigga that got hit with a hundred arrows. The Bible boy that tried to go ahead and take his Bro, missionary like, shit. Like, listen, fam. They don't need your salvation. They are happy. But, and it, but I'm like, fine living in motherfucking fine. bushes, homie. They are fine. Like, and the only don't... times like I've ever heard some... Because these people are like... It's this... 
that incident was not the first. <laughs> no. You understand? Like, that's what they Nigga. do. This is their territory. They are... We happy. By law, they're able to do this shit. This is how they live their lives. They're protect. They are a protected people. Right. We we got our sovereignty. We good. Right. Let Leave them us be. Alone. There was. There's no reason. But the only times they engaged in these violent acts that the world saw was when the motherfucker came and said, "I'm going to infiltrate this. You can't just live your life well, like this." Well, that's what they first did, right? Before they. They, before they ran a land, they brought them a Bible, and they promised of with a promise of making life better for them. Mm-hmm. And then they came behind them with guns and shit. And like, you know what? I think this is a nice place to set up shop here. Let me just plant my flag here. Boom! This is my land. I know people used to live here, but because you know, at the end of the day, even New Zealand, for example, right? I think the if I'm if I remember, cause I uh, I I got like a little information on like the Aboriginal people, mm-hmm. like being in Australia and New Zealand and all that shit, right. and kind of you know being killed off basically and, and kind of confined to smaller areas. But Aboriginal anyway, being everywhere. And then the the Dutch kind of came and settled. Was it the Dutch or the British came through and settled and whatever the case may be. But either way. They carried the boy said he carried out this attack because of um immigrate like something behind immigration, like them basically infiltrating their land. I roll my eyes, but furthermore, it's just like at one time, y'all were the same here. You know, we're all immigrants, like, we're nobody is from this land. Don't even get me started. (laughs) So, how are we claiming this shit as our own? Like, we are the original people here, and then we're trying to protect it from outsiders. Bitch, we are the fucking outsiders. Can I continue? Can I continue on a furthermore to that? <gasps> you know, Just we like talk about when when these things happen, right? Gun laws, right? Mm-hmm. Banning assault rifles and shit like that. Cool. You know, it was illegal at one time for the greatest technology of guns that they had at the time to not own it. Hmm. It was illegal to not have a gun at one time. You know why? Because you needed a gun in order to wage war against the indigenous population and get them out of their lands. Because the war was at full-fledged with the Indian people. So as we were stealing this land, we had to fight a war. So if you coming over on a ship and we just brought you here and you want to be a member of this country, oh, you it's mandatory that you own a rifle. If not, we're going to find you. Therefore, there's a fine. You got to read this book, too. It's called... Um, you know, I'll be mentioning books and I'll be forgetting the title sometimes. <laughs> but um Dude, we get up on it's it's uh basically surrounding the gun laws and how mm-hmm. they evolved. Throughout I feel like you said this before and you probably said ago. the title. I probably got but, it. Um, but yeah, either way, I read I, I was reading about it, but just how the gun laws evolved and how, you know, um, you know, it, it's something with the Fifth Amendment in it. Mm-hmm. But either way, how guns play the role in this country. Right. And they took a deep dive into the history and how this shit was established. So, yes. I and, think gun, the gun laws are outdated still. Well, either way, the, I look at the gun laws as simple. You can ban assault rifles all you mm-hmm. want to. The issue isn't the guns. It's always going to be the people. Right. And if you can't guarantee the safety of the people, no government. That's a whole other country. That's New Zealand. They can do what they want to do. But the government has failed to protect the people. Mm-hmm. And that's just a fact. Right. So you can blame an individual. Like, you can say, look at this act by this one person. 
And, you know, the it, it's because of the gun laws being loose and he was able to buy those rifles. What I say is a criminal is always going to be a criminal, meaning there's a will, there's a way. They live not within the rules of the system, outside the rules. Right. The very act that he committed was breaking the rules. Right. So what makes you think you wouldn't break a rule to, to get the firearms in order to carry it out? Right. So it doesn't really make sense. For, and, and furthermore to that, what do I have not to just, one, protect myself from criminals, but to protect myself from a government that might conspire to you know, run, what you call it, martial law martial on this motherfucker. Law. And if I want to protect my family from that, not, not listen, with military technology, listen, if the military come up and pointing guns down, guns down at me, nigga, I ain't, you know, we ain't got nothing to contend with missiles. Right. But at the same time, keep in mind that, you know, the government hasn't put us in a position where as though we feel secure and protected when you walking into a public space. Like I get anxiety when I'm at concerts. I get anxiety when I'm at basketball games and football games because it's in an open Speaking area of, and I'm looking at security like it's lax in this elite. Smaller part of government. So I was in this store one day um, and these little boys, it was an Asian owned store. These little boys came in. Apparently they stole something from this store before. So they had pictures of the boys and um, they stole like penile enhancement drugs. Like, so they just did it to do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, they was kids. Boys would be boys. So, the, I guess it was the owner and his wife. His wife recognized the boys and said, That's them. I'm like, At this point, I like pay for my shit already. So, the store owner, the boys are trying to leave, and he's like, You can't leave. And he shoves one of the boys. No reason, in my opinion. There's other... So many things were weird about this situation to me. There are other black women with their children. Other mothers. Mickey was in the car waiting for me. Other mothers there. And in my mind, this child became my child in this moment. Mm -hmm. There was no reason for you to push this little boy. I understand mm -hmm. they're trying to get out. But these are... They're like literally little boys. Couldn't have been any more than 11 years old. I understand they did something wrong. They, they already called the police. But you're phys like literally at one point... The store owner had one of these boys in a chokehold, and I'm like aggressively trying to get him off of this boy. And one of the other black women is like, "Sis, leave it alone." Fuck you, mean like this is this takes a village. His mom or dad isn't here. This is my son right, right now. I Somebody can't walk away. Right. So the cops eventually get there. It took like five minutes. It was the longest five minutes of my life because I was just like, oh my God, like what the fuck is happening right now? It right. was such a back and forth. So I'm like, I'm trying not to argue with this this store owner, but I'm like, sir, you have to understand that these are children. This could have turned into a very yeah. ugly situation. You, you know why he don't look at you know why he don't look at them like they're children? Because they're not his children. They right. don't look like him. Right, but in that same moment, yeah. They were mine. Like, I understand I they get, don't no, look like, I, but they're fucking you. kids. Like, I, I don't, you. a I'm kid is a universal thing. Listen, I don't even understand what the fuck you're talking but about. they don't have any, like, I, I, you know what? I got to keep that same energy. I was about to, I was about to ride your coattail. Yeah, but no, and I'll, <laughs> I, gotta I know, keep that same I can, because we were about to talk about something that'll probably shift that energy. But so, the cops get there. I'm still with these boys. They called the they called the mom. The cops talk look at me like, "Are you their mother?" I'm like, "No." They're like, "Well, you can leave. They're with cops." 
I said, I'm not leaving these boys until their mother gets here. Like, I am not leaving these boys. I said, right. but they're, we're cops. This is what we do. We protect people. One, It's like five cops, two little boys, mm. under 11 years old. Five or six fucking cops. Literally, right, like seven cop cars pulled up and then eventually started to pull off when they realized it was two little boys. Right. I'm scared as shit for these boys. Like, that's just where my, I'm fucking terrified. Yeah, right. I'm not leaving these boys until I see their mom walk in this bitch. So, one cop's like, you can leave. We're cops. Like, we're, that's, what, that's our job to make sure everything's fine. I said, all right, but I'm not leaving. Right. <laughs> and another cop said, oh, you're not leaving because we're cops. I said, pretty much, like, I don't, I can't leave, like, I can't, they literally, like, there was an umbilical cord attaching me in them at one point, that's how I feel in this moment, and he was like, I was like, yeah, he was like, I mean, no, yeah, you can be honest, I was like, I am being honest, like, I'm fucking scared for them, because I don't know where your intentions are, I don't, I don't know if there's anybody else in this moment that gives a fuck about these little boys outside of me, it was black women in this store, like, sis, leave it alone, fuck you mean like these are little boys they did something wrong but did that equate to this store owner putting one of them in a fucking chokehold no no absolutely not i don't remember why i said that oh government like government just coming in and rating your shit but in that moment like cops are like a small version of it but it was like no i can't i cannot leave these boys it's just like we can't get that detached from excuse me being human yes they did something wrong but at the same time they still require a sense of compassion for the fact that they are young boys and just because of they stole penile enhancement drugs these little they're little fucking boys we're not talking about and then we're talking about involving them in the system involving police there's a bigger issue at hand this is bigger trauma now we can correct their behavior, but you did the right thing by not leaving. Did their mom ever come? She came, and that's when I left. I only left when she came. But then, what, what happened when she came? Was she just as ignorant? So fucking ignorant, Ray. That's why I, I thought I keep that same thing. Oh, I that's was why. so upset, dog. Yeah. I said, "Oh my god, I not you. Damn. You're not the mom. Can't be you, dog." But that explains them, right? It's just like you know this. Ignorance and being poor mentally is generational. And I be wanting oh, to have hope so for upset. these kids. And I be wanting to have hope. But listen, I go to my neighborhood uh, Chinese store. I just wanted to go buy some chips because I ran out of chips at the house. If you know, I have an addiction. I know. Mm-hmm. So I had to go get my fix or whatever. So I'm in there buying my chips. And these little fucking girls are cursing at this Chinese lady behind her so bad. And I'm just like, yo, like, who the fuck raised you? Like, what makes you think you can just talk to somebody like that? And she's making your food. Stupid. Why are you talking to her? Like, she's getting you ice cream, you dumb fuck. And, like, part of me, like, yo, I want to intervene. But it's just like, if you're this ignorant, and then you turn that ignorance on me, my response won't be as good. And 
I'm going to need to meet your parent because I'm not going to fuck you. I want to fuck your parent up for right. raising you. Right. Like, I didn't even have an exchange with this mom. Yeah. I literally saw her there and I said, cool, because my baby's waiting in the car for me. Like, right. it, we had food waiting. Like, we were ready to go home and eat. Mickey was low-key pissed at me because it but took me so long. But you I did, could you not You did the right thing, but you be children. wanting to have compassion for these children. And I be having that, too. Like, I feel that way and I feel it. But, you like, it just saddens me. When right I when I tell you I was and I'm so like, Yo, you got, pissed I no when this hope. woman walks up no and she like what what happened like oh this God like so it just be like if if the kid even if the kid is halfway good and the parent is just that ignorant it just be like I can't I have no all right we on a hell of a tangent I hate I, I love but I hate that we go this far off but you know. For our people, like this is an, an an internal conversation. For our people, like when we want to evolve and elevate the level of consciousness within our community, just know when we talking, like me and you having this conversation, it's like we talking to ourselves. Mm-hmm. Because it's just like I, you don't have to give me this message, Shay. You know I'm there already. Right. But I swear. You I was talk to somebody. Talking to somebody. You have to. I was talking to one of my friends who's like like minded, like has that same like we'll have these conversations and it's literally like just I'm on a soundboard, dog. This is just me saying this shit to myself repeatedly. (laughs) So he was like, You the only people that want the keys are people that have the keys. And that's it. Like I can't I'm trying to give you the keys and you're like, ah, I don't want this shit. You know how many conversations I get into, Shay, where it's just like you ain't there, is you? You know what I'm saying? Like, I literally, so legitimately, had a conversation about a $5 situation with somebody. And I said to him, I don't have $5 problems. Like, I don't, I see where you probably be mad. Right. Like, just trying to be, like, there with you. But essentially, dog, I'm not a $5 nigga. Right. Like, we're not going to have this $5 issue. And I I advise you to stop dealing with $5 niggas. Right. Like, you can't. Let somebody rub you the wrong way over five dollars. It it can't get you upset. Shit like that, dog. And I niggas and niggas and niggas though. and niggas. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, nigga, it. that's where it comes from. So you pay so, twenty dollars to get the motherfucker out of your life. life. That's it. Be thankful. Be thankful. Leave it alone. That when Sonny told Kadoja that that shit changed my life and my I have so many things from the Rocks Tell that's too. not even funny, dog. Me too. And and but when exactly so it was just like yo like I know because niggas are, so what niggas would do is disguise it mm-hmm. like you know it ain't the money it's, it's the, the principle. principle. Fam, listen. What pr- principle? No, it's my not. Ass. <laughs> put this in put this in perspective. It's the principle, right? You do something to this person, or he does something to you. That principle gonna go out the fuck out the window whenever consequences come back around for whatever right. y'all decide to do to each other. Right. It's gonna be like, damn, like, you know what I mean? Both did it. It was some nut ass shit, but this shit was only over five. I would rather. So honestly, we're not gonna have this conversation over Right. That. But it was just like the person understood. Like, he understood what I said because it was just like I was trying to entertain right. the conversation. But then it just got to the point of, fam, I ain't no $5 nigga. We not going to even have this conversation. Like, we're not going to be mad. Maybe you should stop dealing with niggas that think like that. Right. Because there are far, I was like, 
I said there are millionaires that lose millions of dollars every day and go home and sleep to their family. Now you looking at it like must be nice. I'm looking at it like if they can get over that shit, you should be able to get over this. But that's the thing. But I don't because money come and go no matter how much money you is, how how much money it is. It comes and it goes. So. And that was the reason why I could never really commit to being in the streets with niggas. Because mm-hmm. I don't like dealing with niggas. I keep my interaction with niggas. And I mean niggas in an ignorant sense. In a literal and mm-hmm. ignorant sense. Like niggas that are just that at that level of niggotry. That are just super, you know, don't care about life. Don't have certain values in place. Don't have principles in place. Like a dude will burn you for $10, $15 and feel like he got out on you. Right. And it's just like, dog, you didn't get out on me. I'm just not willing to throw my or compromise my life or compromise your life for fucking fifteen dollars. Right. But people can't think in those. But people don't think, think that far. So it's just like, yo, if you don't think that far, me and you need not have conversation. Right. We don't need to even be in but, contact. But man. that's that's a part of it though. Like, you, it took, it takes time to get to that place. It takes pain to get to that place. Yeah. It takes. Like, and you don't even realize, I have a couple friends that's going through their growth process, and it hurts. Like, it, that shit it is emotionally painful because you realize how many people, like how it. many things you got to let go in the process because they're not good for you. And this growth, they're, the, the story of your growth can't include them, right? Absolutely. Maybe the beginning, but they damn sure can't be at the end. Absolutely. And it, it's painful, and people... They understand that part, right? So, like, I'm not willing to go through this. I'm not willing to let go of this person for my own <laughs> sanity because that's ultimately what it is. It offers you a clarity that is like, it's unreal. That's like, what it's 30 unreal. Is done that's what 30 has done for me. Like, I had a, a period of extreme anxiety that I didn't even realize I was going through. And I'm, I'm looking at that period now mm-hmm. in, in retrospect as an evolutionary period. Yep. Because it was just like when I emerged out of that, the perspective I gained, I was okay and had closure on so much shit. Yep. And even like me putting like, I, only reason I write blogs, to be honest, is because I just want uninterrupted opinions. Yep. I want to get my shit out without interference. You do with it what you want. I don't give a fuck if you don't even read it. Because most people are not prepared for the conversations that I'm, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And it's not that I'm on some higher level of knowledge. It's just because that it's not. not. Because once it's you get there, to this yeah. point of opening your mind, you realize, oh, I am but a speck All this shit in is, the grand scheme of shit. Oh, my God. You're that's a speck. That was, that was my whole shit about And it was just like, yo, like, it doesn't really matter. Like, it doesn't really fucking matter. All this little injury, all these little small problems we have don't really matter. I just feel free. I feel free from the from the <sighs> like we not fighting the same fight. Right. That's what I say. That's we not fighting the same <laughs> fight, fam. Like I, I nothing get it. hurts anymore. I put my hand on the stove, okay? And nothing hurts anymore. But it just be like it, it be like I have. The, I guess I get this kind of peg that. You know, don't talk to Ray about it. Like, <laughs> you know, fuck. But I don't, I don't, I don't, it's not that I don't but give a fuck. I just pick and choose. You know you what do. I mean? I, I pick and choose what to get my energy to and what to put my heart into. And then and, I, I have the pain of don't talk to Shay about it because she's going to be brutally honest. And literally, well, my cousin gave a speech at my graduation, Jordan. It was like, 
Only go to Shay if you want the unadulterated truth. She is brutally honest all the time. Right. But it's all I can it, offer you. But don't it, ain't it hard to not be sometimes? It really like, is. Because you want to grant, I will grant you an audience. I will allow you to rant. But then it just be like, well, look, fam, I don't, I don't really agree with you. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's, I can't. It's just getting to this point, and it's not that I got shit figured out. It's just that I don't got time for dumb shit. Like I just don't got time for ancillary shit. Because once you get on this journey, right, and you reach a, a certain point of, you're like, yo, I know it's more. I have to get to the more of it all. Like yes. I can't stay yes. here because this is at yes. this point now that I know that like just breaking away at the layers of myself because that's all it is. That's all you're doing. You're breaking away at the you're layers of yourself, evolve. right? Always evolving. That's it. I'm shedding my skin. I am a crab or, <laughs> or, 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 or a, a lobster or, or whatever or whatever. a snake yeah. or anything or anything that, that sheds that, its skin. It's I am growing. We gotta right, let it go. I'm growing bigger than the skin that I am currently in. I have to let it go for me to grow. Let's Otherwise, call, I'm... Let's call it getting your wings becoming a butterfly. That's it. Just, that's it. We just want to soar. We just want to float. Metamorphosis, just You just want to be happy and you want to exist in those spaces. Not no, we that don't mean if you're happy that you're happy all the time. That just means your general disposition is you're in a positive space. Yep. That's that namaste but fuck you shit. So wherever we go, we are always looking for the peaceful path. But at the end of the day, it's still like I like fuck you, dog. <laughs> like we don't have to be I'm not mad at you. I'm at peace with whatever you throw my way. You know what I mean? And that That's it. that fight for happiness you know and where it's a battle and you're not even existing it's not meaning that people are bad or you're looking at everybody like they're mm-hmm. negative that everybody's not negative a lot of people are positive or a lot of people don't really recognize their light and you try to bring that to them right. so it's just like yo i'm gonna keep shedding light on you you know what i mean because it's just like all right, you're dealing with these issues. We all deal with issues. It's like, all right, cool. Let's talk about it. Let's get through it so that we can emerge on the other side. So this is a solution-based conversation. We're going to talk about this problem for so long, we're not getting nothing done. We're not being productive. right there, right? Solution-based conversation. It's like, let's talk about the problem so we can figure out a solution. I'm not talking about the problem to dwell on the goddamn problem. No, I'm just not going to do it. And I'm very solution-based. It just be like, damn, yeah, yo, that's crazy. Why would he do that nut shit? Yeah, 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 yeah. You need to stop fucking with that nigga. What? Uh, <laughs> that wasn't. No, the that wasn't what I. That's not what I wanted to hear. I wanted you to tell me to just rock out. Yeah, and, no. and, and you can't change people. If people ain't willing to change, and there are people that are hella resistant to change because they like who they are, and it's mm-hmm. just like if you like who you are, you gonna exist in that space. Controversy might just be a big part of your life, and it might mm-hmm. make it more exciting. You know what but I'm saying? That's, that's what I. That so, might be a thing. That's what, but that's the part about growth that's so uncomfortable, right? You don't realize how you're not happy with it, but you're comfortable, right? Mm -hmm. In your misery sometimes. You're comfortable in these ugly spaces because it's the only space you've known for so long. You're like, I don't even, it hurts so bad, but I'm terrified of the fact that it could potentially hurt worse. So I'm just going to stay here. I'm going to exist in this space because I don't want to really know what anything else is like because I'm so caught up in this negativity. I feel like that's all that's going to beseech me. That's all that's going to come to me. And that's why people kind of exist there and they don't want to venture out to find out that, you know what? If you shed that skin, 
there's yeah. a possibility you might grow, right? Absolutely. You, it, you, that means you grow. Right. Right. I, I get it, man. I'm I'm with you on you. You are perspective know. is a motherfucker. It dog. is, but that shit is like a gift and a curse because it's not that. See, I don't. I just don't subscribe to the surface level shit. Mm-hmm. Like I don't really like if you tell me the story, I can't help but to look at the underlying shit that's behind it. So it's like that's all I do. It's like. You know, like I had a, a, a strong, a strong, strong conversation with my little cousin. I'm glad we did because mm-hmm. he didn't understand a lot of the elements of how I operate. Mm-hmm. And this is like my nigga. Like we, uh, he was the first one that was my young boy. Like, cause I was, I'm the baby in the family, right. but he's like under me. Right. So just like he was my young boy, and we had a a, a very, you know, co- a, a good conversation. It's funny because. His little cousin came too, and he's like, he's gaining this perspective now at 21. I didn't have this perspective at 21. This is an adult life. perspective, right? But when he walked into the room, he was like, yo, I was trying to tell this nigga that. And it's just like, your little cousin is trying to tell you this shit, nigga? I'm your big cousin. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. But it's just like, you know, where it's just like, bruh, like, you know, it ain't no frills with me. Like, I'm not. I'm not shady. Right. Like, I really don't have, I don't throw shade because if I have a problem with you, you're going to know it. Mm-hmm. And that's just that. So, it was just like, nigga, you take too much shit personal. And you need to understand that everything ain't about you. Mm-hmm. And once you understand that, like, it was kind of like the uh, a play on with the fifth agree with the um, four agreements tell us. Mm-hmm. But it was just like, you know, once you understand that, you'll understand life a lot better. Right. You know what I mean? And, you know, he we, we kind of got the air out, whatever, you know, problem, whatever issues he had, whatever. But it all arrived back to that thing. It's like, dog, ain't none of that shit was about you. Mm-hmm. Ain't none of that shit got nothing to do with you. It's just this is where I'm at. And this is where you are. Right. And you need to work on that. And I need to work on this. And then when we can come together, we're going to come together. And it's always going to be the same with me. I'm Mr. Same Energy. When right. I walk into that room, I'm going to give you the same energy. And that's how I, that's why I be like, a person, you would know if I don't like you. Mm-hmm. Like, you would know. It's rare that I don't like people. But at the same time, you would know if I don't like you because I keep same energy all the time. Like, when right. you see me, yo, what's up? Because I don't come out when I'm in a bad mood. Mm-hmm. If, you, if I'm not in my right space, like, energy-wise, I don't socialize. And I do that to keep... This. And people like be like, Shay, uh, and they just be like, listen, it's not about you in this Nothing moment. To do with you. I gotta correct my frequency is not where it needs you to be. I have to house. fix my shit. Right. And if I come out and I pull all these other things into my already off kilter moment, it's I'm not gonna get back on kilter. Right. At all. If I notice somebody off kilter, I just ignore them. Like, you know, all right. You be back. Because right. he's like, I ain't do shit to you. <laughs> like, right. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I ain't do shit to you today. But certain people can't. Hold on. You're off on a hell of a tangent. Super hell of a tangent, right? And it's I'm literally sorry. almost two hours we were in. Talk, we were supposed to be talking about New Zealand. All right, we at hour 42. All right, let's get back to it. All right, so how do we feel about New Zealand? Let's let's just get back to it. Because I feel like this is a, a rant that's just going to go. It's good. Right, okay, we, we can go for okay, hours on this. So, but New Zealand... Not new. It's it's not new at all. That's 
literally how it's not new. And the fact that we keep acting like these are these new ass situations and this is an anomaly, it's not. It's the fucking standard yeah. at this point. So the the greatest terrorists in the world now, because this is a global issue, are vanilla ISIS. We we can in summation for me. We if we have to look closer at certain groups, it needs to be the the white supremacist or I don't know what what the tag to put on them is. And as far as our government goes, our um, like have we ever fucking bombed the KKK? Y'all bombed city blocks. Y'all shut down. Y'all took shit out. Y'all shut down the Black Panther Party before it really got to fully emerge. Y'all was out killing niggas before it even took any ground. As a reactionary, and the Black Panthers were reactionary, dog. Exactly. To shit that y'all it never was touched. Y'all. So, can we treat the not even the KKK, but the neo Nazis, the energy. KKK, all of them with the same energy that we gave the Black Panther group? Could we? Cool. Energies must be kept here. Yes. Um, our president super apologetic, but we know that's his base. I get what y'all issue is with that. It's not surprising. He knows that those people, the people that are part of those groups, are the ones that supported him most to get his presidency because that's the the bitter people that he knows to cater to. And the that's, fact that he in spite specifically of, spoke to them, in spite of him being a billionaire and one of the people that have put them out of work, the first like he'd be the first one to put them out of work if it means it benefits his business but whatever the case may be we know our president is going to be a sympathist because he knew how to cater to that landscape like he knows his basis from that background to a degree but (laughs) he had people in his pocket that knew the landscape but he knew to go to them like Mm -hmm. he don't that nigga ain't the brightest so so at the end of the day, if y'all want to say he's not a, a white nationalist, <laughs> you better think again. Like, he might not be directly associated yeah. with those groups, but indirectly, he's a puppet master for those groups. Um, So, yeah, that was my two takes on that. But I wanted to tell you about this documentary I watched for uh, Donald Trump. Shit is kind of good. Um, it, cause it goes into his family history. Where'd you watch it? It's on a biography channel, but it's on okay. AD too. Okay. But just watch it. It's a three part series. It starts with his, it starts with his grandfather. I feel like we already discussed last week how fucking over documentaries I am. We gotta watch them though. They are so informative. All right. I'm sorry. So I, I'll just, I'll just like touch on it a little bit. So it starts with his grandfather. How his grandfather I'm, I'm all his, about good documentaries. <laughs> I'm saying like, he's very interesting person. Like, Hate him mm-hmm. all you want to. Donald Trump, you will understand a lot about him, more about him if you watch this documentary, how detached he is, mm-hmm. how um, his emotional, like, erratic behavior is. Like, you can see how, you know, cold he is toward people and callous he is, or he seems to a lot of shit. Um, but anyway, his grandfather. The way the Trump family amassed their wealth first was... Um, his grandfather, during the gold rush, um, built a hotel along the road that goes up to it. Oh, slash whorehouse. And, um, whorehouses make money. Pussy been getting money for the... I'm telling you now. I'm not... First off, I'm not advocating prostitution, ladies. I'm not all I'm even saying what is, I am advocating. All I'm saying is, <laughs> pussy is a billion dollar industry. Listen, what I am advocating is women need 
to start understanding what the fuck they are sitting on. Yeah. Like the Pussy minute always we been a billion dollar can understand that there is a gold mine between, between your legs at all times. You understand? That's 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 number one. Just come on, ladies. You know get what? With it. Or what Dave Chappelle said. He said uh, he had twenty five thousand dollars in his bag, and he said he was he had to catch the train to Brooklyn, knowing he had twenty five thousand yes. dollars in that book bag. And anybody would have killed him if they knew what was in that book bag. And he said for the first time he knew what it felt like to be a woman. Yep. That is the best explanation for what y'all had between your legs, but. Need not explain further. But anyway, yeah. back to the Don. So his grandfather built hotels along the roads that dudes would travel to get to the gold mines and shit back 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 when. And this nigga, when they went upstream, floated his hotel upstream. But this is not the, the half of it. When they were traveling like up the mountains to get it. People, horses would die along the trail for whatever reason, right? Mm-hmm. So guys would have to stop and eat, of course. They needed nourishment. This nigga built a tent city there, served them horse meat, like from the dead horses. Oh, wow. So they need they, they would eat whatever. But gave meat pies or whatever in order for them. So he was a hustler. Mm-hmm. Then um, his father was born, I think like 1908 or some shit. And when his father was born, his dad went to, back to Germany, got married. The grandfather went back to Germany, got married, because he was German, got married, uh, and that's when he had Donald Trump's father. Donald Trump's father came into this empire, and he started back when FHA first came out, mm-hmm. building communities, small communities in New York or whatever like that. Boom, boom, boom. Years go by. He's building these. He was just centered in like Queens and shit like that. Donald Trump growing up was the problem child. His dad sent him off to military school because Donald Trump was like super entitled, bad as shit, just used to get into shit. So his dad sent him off to military school. That's where he got like the discipline and shit like that mm-hmm. from. That's where he got like, I guess hard in that, but at the same time controlled. Mm-hmm. So he came out and when he came out of military school, his older brother was the man. Like, his older brother was supposed to be, like, the heir to the Trump empire. But Don, at the time, had, like, visions. Like, he was like, fuck that. We could take Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Like, and this was around the time when um, he first came in when they had a lawsuit against the Donald Trump family because they was turning away black people from renting the, the apartment complexes in Queens and shit. So, anyway, his brother wanted to be... Uh, turned out to want to be a pilot and shit. So he go to pilot school, become a pilot, but he was a drunkard. So he was getting drunk and shit like that. And next thing you know, they just banish him from the family. Like you know, you don't want to be part of this empire. You're not good enough. Like this is survival of the fittest. Like and this is Donald Trump's attitude and his dad attitude. Like his dad was super like straight laced. Like fuck you if you're not good enough. Like you just can't be a part of this family. You can't continue wow. this empire. So then. His brother fizzles out of uh, become being a pilot and becomes a drunkard. So they turn this nigga into the super for the building. Like, you just a janitor now. Wow. And, you know, you're still part of the family, but we don't fuck with you. And um, I think the best explanation for Donald Trump was this, right? So he had this guy that he met that was like a ballroom singer. Nigga was amazing to Donald Trump. Like, he thought he was amazing. So he was like, listen, I'm having a dinner. 
It's going to be some heavyweights from the uh, music recording industry there. I think you should come perform. I can get you a record deal. So in route to the uh, dinner, that singer, I think, got to a fender bender or something where he had to go to the hospital. Like, he couldn't make it. So Donald Trump was like, see, some people are meant to be losers their whole lives. Like, I could have changed his life. Like, this could have been life-changing situations, but that wasn't for him. Like, his life was meant for him to be a loser. And I, he'll never get another opportunity again. That's Donald Trump. Wow. How cold, callous, and black and white. Like, he's literally one of those people. Like, there's winners and there's losers. And if you're a loser, you stay a loser. His brother ended up dying later in life. Like, and he looked up to his brother for a long time, too. Mm-hmm. And that was another dynamic. Like, but when his dad, like, pegged him as the loser... It was like, no, you're just a loser. We don't fuck with you. And that explanation for Donald, like that documentary gave me a little more insight as to the type of man he is and like ego driven. Like he's the guy, the epitome of like when you're saying niggas got small meat, like a dick measuring contest. Yeah. I look at him like that. Like he's the guy that's just like, you I, know. And his, his whole persona is that. His whole persona, the, his hair swoop. Everything like is is these micro things, these yeah. micro expressions that kind of are a telling sign of who you actually are. That hair swoop says it speaks volumes about that man. Absolutely, volumes. The color of his skin speaks volumes about that. The man. orange president, but speaks yeah, volumes. Man, he um he's an interesting character, but it was a. I thought the documentary was good as it gave gave me a little more insight as to the. The, the president at hand. So. We are pushing two hours. Um, yeah. No, that's why I wanted to wrap it up with yeah. that. We technically not, though, because we only been recording for like 15 minutes. Oh, that. yeah. Facts, 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 facts. We, we ain't rec- start recording for like 15 minutes into that, but go ahead, though. Um, but yeah, you gotta do the ending, though. Huh? Oh, where's Daryl when we need him? I don't know how to bring it out. So, <laughs> I don't <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, oxymoronical flow and, and sharp. We brought y'all a little sharp. sharp. We gave y'all a little dull. Uh-huh, uh-huh. We hope y'all enjoy some of the sharp and some of the dull parts of our conversation yet again. But this is another offering of the Rants and Tangents crew. Thanks for tuning in and uh, tune back next week. Maybe it'll be three of us. Right, 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 right. It right. might be two. Shay might not be here, but I'll be here. Or I might not be here, but Shay and Daryl will be here. And whatever. But, Rains and Sands, thanks for tuning in. Peace, y'all. Peace.